Tom Gerhardt and Dan Provost are the guys behind Studio Neat. On this show, we discuss entrepreneurship, product design, and all of the ups and downs that come with running a small business. I'm Mike Hurley, and this is Thoroughly Considered. So I, I actually just have one request for this episode, mm-hmm. is that the title of it is not What's in a Name. Well, it might be too late. Oh, no. That is the, that's the number one cliche of uh, blog posts and other things that are about naming things. What? What's in a name? Yeah. What does that even mean? It's a Shakespeare thing. It's like a Shakespeare but it's just uh, like anyone writes a blog post, including us. Like we've fallen to this exact cliche <laughs> where you write a post about how you came up with the name of the thing you made. And the post title is always what's in a name. What if we just call the episode what is not in a name? Mm. Would that be fine? Because no, then people will just think we made a spelling mistake. We'll come up with something. We always do. I can't. Uh, I was trying to remember... That like when we were coming up the, for the name for this show, what what were the other options? I can't even exactly remember. I know we went through a little bit, but it didn't take that long, right? To, well, I guess it kind of did take some time. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, I think I can. Yeah, bring it up. It's in the base camp thing. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you 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 guys made a list of names, and then we would we spoke about them for a bit. Okay, so these are the names. That we were thinking about calling this podcast. If anyone thinks it's a better name, don't tell us because we'll be sad. Mm-hmm. Making stuff with Tom and Dan. Tom and Dan make stuff to build a product. Design and iterate. That one's pretty good. Building a product with Tom and Dan. The Studio Neat Show. <laughs> Idea to market. <laughs> Studio Neat Show. I don't remember Studio Neat Show. <laughs> well, these I think these are kind of thrown out. It's important to acknowledge, yeah, this first phase is always just like spill out the first yeah. thing that comes to your head and get it out there. Boo's mm-hmm. first rule of brainstorming, no judgment. Uh, <laughs> iterate, iteration, process, design process, method, the last detail to the last detail. As little design as possible. Design is neat. Neat design, considered, thoroughly considered. My favorite um, initially was making it. Mm. which i think was on the list right but there was just like a million things called making it yeah the the word making has been co-opted by uh make magazine and like that whole thing so it's kind of i think in process was one i liked i don't think dan liked it i think a lot of these we liked but decided not to do because they were too similar to other shows so for example i thought anything involving iterate like iteration or iterate was basically like a perfect description of what the show was about but there's an i more show called iterate and it just you know we couldn't mm-hmm. do that it, it there's many reasons not to do that yeah, yeah, and and also like my kind of and our kind of style tends to be one word or like two words, but not like a description of an action. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, you know, would you say like in process was one of them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that one doesn't for me anyway. It just doesn't seem to really fit with like the style that we have. But something like if the right would have fit. And I liked that, but obviously we couldn't use that. And thoroughly considered was where we ended up going because 
I think it was just because it sounded nice. We felt like that it was, um, and this is a key thing that I've found when it comes to naming podcasts is to try and come up with a name that doesn't too strongly describe what the show is meant to be about. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, so often <laughs> it will change. Ours changed dramatically, you know. Like yeah. imagine mm-hmm. if we would have called the show Laser Cat, you know, like, like <laughs> yeah. was, which was our code name. Pew, pew. That would have been a terrible idea in hindsight, right? Because yeah. yeah. we had like two episodes about the Laser Cat toy. Yeah, yeah we would have had to have a laser bit or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and but one thing about thoroughly considered right was that it was really long, and that kind of caused some issues with some of the kind of like branding show art logo. Right? I mean, that was an issue. I think we thought about, but yeah, it ended up getting solved by reconcilable differences. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's longer, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it, that solved the problem. We we made some tweaks to the way that we would display more than one word uh, show art and stuff like that. And then, you know, the only other thing, and this is this is one of the problems that you always run into with, with naming things, is uh, is it too difficult to spell? And mm-hmm. yeah. But one of the benefits of Thoroughly Considered is you can Google that and you will get the result. One of the problems with yes. naming things these days is people come up and create words. Creating words, in my yeah. opinion, is one of the, one of the worst things to do. Because when you create a word that doesn't already exist in the English language, you're guaranteeing on somebody hearing it and being able to spell it. And that's a really difficult thing to ask of people, I think. I think it was Kevin Rose I heard once say, um, if you can tell me or the name of your product in a crowded bar and I can find it on Google, then we're all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess we broke that rule with the glyph, certainly, because we made that up. It's almost worse in a way because it's a real word, but spelled differently. Yeah. So yeah. if you hear it yeah. just you know, auditorily, you won't be able to. So whilst I agree with that, like the, the, the glyph has now uh, done something that all names do is it's just become the name of the thing. So it's not a problem anymore. Right, like mm-hmm. eventually names don't matter because they just become what the thing is called, and then it's not so much of an issue anymore. But yeah, it, from a if you were starting out now perspective, like I would say, don't don't call it that because it it's not only like as you say, it's not only a made up word; it's a misspelling of an English word, right? But why mm-hmm. why glyph anyway? How did glyph come about? The name it was a response to the shape of it. Where if you remember the original glyph, it just had kind of a weird shape and early on we kind of looked like an f yeah it's like this looks like a little character Mm -hmm. uh like in typography and so glyph just kind of sounded nice yeah and then obviously you couldn't call it glyph as in g-l-y-p-h like you just couldn't get any of the naming i mean we could we could i think we just liked uh well one thing that was kind of silly is because it looked like an f we -hmm. were like maybe we should spell it with an F because it's like, you know, part of the word. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. We went through some of that. I, I I mean, the upside of having a unique, really unique, you know, name, however, is it's just like you win Google, you know. Yeah. Like if you type glyph into Google, uh, it's us. And so I don't know. That's I mean, the flip side. That's the flip side of it. It's like then if people, yeah. if it's maybe not too difficult that people can guess it, then you win. And, and it's not. You don't spell glyph with a silent V, right? Like, you know, 
It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not massively difficult. Actually, it's it's easier to spell than the English word anyway. Yeah, to yeah. To be honest, it's real tricky. And I, I guess Glyph is definitely the most yeah the most like different or like odd name we ever have like kind of named something. I would say everything else has either been a word that exists or like a, f- a phrase, basically. <laughs> like the neat ice kit is like. I guess that's a name, but it also like describes it. It's like a phrase. Of your stuff, of your guys' stuff, I like the names that are sentences, basically. You yeah. know, like simple syrup kit, neat ice kit. I like those a lot. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. It's like some sometimes I think that really like makes sense to us. Um, but like with like a couple of the products we're like re- like releasing soon, uh, it like didn't like we wanted to have more of like a succinct name, like a name name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it's 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 interesting thinking about like what, like you know, how the name kind of informs the feel of the product and vice versa. Because sometimes we come up with a name like really early on uh, in developing of the product, and I think it really does kind of steer, in some ways, kind of the feel of it um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like this, like the neat ice kit. You know, when you say that, you know, it's a kit. It kind of, um, it's very dry. Uh, it's not like whiz bang, you know. It's not like the ice isonator nine thousand or something, right? It's it's like dry. So I don't know. It's uh, that interplay is really interesting. Mike, do you when when are names like usually kind of developed for shows that you guys make or that you're involved in? Like, where does that? When does that come? For me, extremely early on. Like, uh, I will have a name set. 99% of the time before the first episode of a show is recorded for me like that the part of the process the naming part of the process is incredibly important for understanding the tone and feel of the show uh, I, I, for me like I can't get started on a project like this until I have a name set and you know and part of that is just in like mechanics right like how do you tell people to go to the, the website if you don't have a name yeah Right, so like, there's mechanics in it, but yeah. and do an intro exactly in the intro and all of that stuff. But it really, you know, I feel like it's incredibly important to to get all of that set just in my mind before I begin. So I also like artwork as well before I begin because oh I, really yeah yeah I like to have the artwork huh. I like to have the I like to have all the identity set before the show begins. I mean, because we have a once you have the name. Um, the artwork is easy to to come next because also by that point you kind of have a feeling for what you want the show to be about and sometimes that will inform the artwork but typically it's like the naming and the very broad area in which we're looking to focus the show on that help inform the artwork and it helps kind of my creative process to have all of that stuff (laughs) set in advance because partly it's because that's the way I've always done it um and and partly because i think it just helps kind of crystallize in my brain exactly the feeling of what the show is going to be about and that naming process i mean typically um it will be so say with relay uh we will discuss the naming process as a group so the hosts of the show will either come to us with a name already formed which we will say like yes or can we spend a bit more time on um or the hosts of the show will will want our help for a name and then it's effectively just a 
everybody throws a bunch of stuff in and sometimes they come super quick and sometimes they don't like the thoroughly considered one like we went back and forth on that for a bit but like say a show like remaster that was my first idea it was the first idea any of us had for that name of that show and it's like perfect Mm -hmm. and the artwork was like perfectly fits the name um and yeah we we were able to just get that one knocked out real quick but then i think of uh the show that me federico and steven used to do the prompt that was weeks and weeks of of uh, trying to make come up with an idea for that uh mm-hmm. it really just differs and it's not even the people because i've worked with the same people like when we had to rebrand the show for relay when we rebranded the prompt and, and had it as a relay show uh connected was one of the first things that we all came up with and we were all really happy with it so it's just kind of like for me i don't think it's got anything really to do with the people or the topic it's just how quickly the right name comes because for me anyway like as soon as i hit it like that's it i'm set you know well it's funny because uh especially with some of the like identity like branding stuff uh you're the name and the um content are the only thing that like the visual like the visual component of the brand are like responding to but like in our case you know uh we're making a physical object and that physical objects kind of i guess like feeling and like look is always going to be the thing we develop first and so the name and like if we have a logo or something like that always is going to respond to that so the interplay is different so sometimes we'll come up with a name really early on uh, that kind of responds to like what the product is going to do, like what it does. And then, you know, we might have to change it because it ends up like looking or feeling different or, but sometimes it kind of hangs on. Um, but yeah, it's funny. We will often kind of have a name. We kind of call it through the development of the, like the product. And then at the end, we'll kind of really settle on one. And then after that, we'll settle on any kind of like visual, uh, you know, part to that whole thing, like packaging and kind of branding that kind of feel of it. So we, I think we always kind of have to like hold on until we've kind of really made decisions about like the physical thing before we settle on a name. I mean, do you think that's true, Dan? Is that about right? I think that's kind of what happens. Sounds correct. (laughs) Yeah. We code name (laughs) stuff as well. I think code names are are fun, especially because some, there are, there is work going on. It's not like, I'm not doing any work until the name is decided. Nobody touch anything, right? Like there is an element of stuff that will continue because it takes a lot of planning and you might work on format and stuff like that um, before getting a show up and going. But we have uh, we have code names. Like, this show actually has two code names, um, which one was Laser Cat and then the other one, mm-hmm. which I have no idea why I did this. Like our Slack group is called Super Neat Show. And I don't know yeah. why I don't know why I chose that, but like I did. I don't know where that really super, should have been the name of the show. Yeah, super neat. I don't know where the super part came from, um, but I just decided that it would be super. We've had a couple instances where we've had to change a name, um, and so we've actually we typically end up doing like trademark related stuff with you know kind of our names of products. Do you do any of that or worry about that at all with the shows? I don't worry about it. Like that's just always going to happen. And and for me, the 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 show names aren't necessarily massively important, especially because a lot of the shows, um, the names belong to the hosts. 
right? Like Relay doesn't own them. Oh. Um, so like if, if somebody ever decided they wanted to leave, you know, as long as they're cool, everyone's cool, like the name will continue, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we don't try and lock people down like that, especially if somebody comes to us with an idea. But Relay FM is trademarked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we have a registered trademark for our logo uh, and name combo uh, because you just got to do that, right? Like I feel like the name of the company and the uh, the brand identity of the company is re- is the most important thing, I guess, for us. And we felt like we had to get that done, and we did do that. We did that pretty early on. Not immediately. It wasn't like the top of our list. But just like a few things started to happen. And we were like, oh, we should probably protect this. You know, there were, we saw some logos that started to look kind of like the concept of ours in similar spaces. Um, I got to say, like the Gimlet logo, I think is a G with a circle. G in a circle. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to just get a trademark now. Right, like there was—I don't think there was going to be any problem, but it was like, oh, anyone could just have a letter in a circle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get a trademark, right? <laughs> so we have that, and so what I always find really funny is um, our logo looks like the registered trademark symbol, and mm-hmm. the register yeah. our logo yeah, has a registered trademark symbol above right. it. Yeah, yeah, it's only on our website. We only like the the trademark law says I think that we only need to have it in that one place, which we do. Like, it's not on all of the artwork. There's not, like, tiny R's everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. Fun fact, originally, we were planning on having the Relay logo on all of the artwork, not in the top left corner, but above the name to the right-hand side because it looked like a registered trademark. Mm. So Uh, we thought uh it was, like, funny. But then when we showed it to a few people, they were like, oh, have you trademarked all of these? And, like, no. And it was like, like, okay, let's change that idea. Well, there's not... (laughs) I have to correct you. That does not mean trademark. That means copyright. And TM means trademark. No, so we haven't got a C. Get it straight. It's an R. It's a registered trademark. What? It's an R in a circle. Uh, maybe in your country, but an nope. R no. in... No. In... We, reg- <laughs> we have a registered trademark in the United States of America. A C in a circle is copyright. An R in a circle is registered. Mm, I guess. Hmm. Registered guess trademark symbol. I've just then verified on Wikipedia. That's a trademark, which is a different... Uh, there are different things. The R in the circle and the TM are different things. <sighs> so confusing. We have those things, except we don't... Well, we're weird because we don't ever register the the mark. Mm-hmm. We register just the name. So we have, like, names, basically. Yeah, I think that's the um, difference, because we've registered yeah. the mark. I think that's why we have the I R, see. and I think names are TM. Oh, okay, that makes sense. We have a registration of our mark. Hmm. So, yeah, that is kind of weird to put a circle R with a circle R next to it. <laughs> we <laughs> like, were kinda... we were really worried like that the the patent and trademark office would be upset, right? Like it's just yeah. like we're just we're, we're trademarking your logo. Uh, and so I, I think our legal guy was just like we just need to make it super clear that these don't join. Right, like because they don't join. Our circle doesn't join. Oh. And mm-hmm. when we when we showed that, like it's on the certificate that we have, like our logos on the certificate, and the way that it, it's described as a stylized incomplete circle comprised of two semicircles with fatigued shading in between the two semicircles, which indicate fatigued. movement. <laughs> that, that's our full. That is our full uh, thing there. That's what that means. So if you look us up, that's what it says. Interesting. 
So yeah, why do you don't you don't register the name of any? You didn't register Relay FM as like a name of a company, like a trademark name. It's the whole thing. So we we went for the logo oh. as opposed to the name. Okay. Don't steal okay. our name, suckers. <laughs> don't steal our name. Yes, yeah, it's funny. So we, I mean, I don't know if we we do some of the trademark stuff for a little bit different reasons. It kind of gives us some. Um, ammunition when we when there's like counterfeit products of ours we kind of have some ammunition to like get yeah. them taken down on like amazon and some other places yeah we don't really have that worry so much because yeah because of the way that where we'd have to get somebody taken down from it's it's kind of a different process so like if somebody was masquerading as relay fm on itunes itunes would help us with that it's yeah. like it's like yeah, a different yeah. thing as to like someone is creating a counterfeit product and trying to sell it, and because there's kind of yeah. no inherent money value in copying our name, it's it, I think it's a kind of a different world. But like somebody copying your name, there's money changing hands, right? Like I think that's where. What it do might, you mean? So like if somebody pretends to be the glyph on Amazon, they're gonna make money from like directly because people will buy their product thinking it's you. And oh, people yeah, don't yeah. buy from us, right? Like it's it's, it's a slightly mm-hmm. different thing. Yeah, you got that. You got to keep that brand equity, though. You know, you got to keep that going. Yes, yeah, it's important. What's what's in a brand, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. So is that like a laborious process for you guys? Like we only did it the one time, and it took a little bit. Like, do you do you, you see it as important that you have to go through it every time? Well, what we go through for sure is we do our a search. So we, ah. you know, whenever we're kind of thinking of names, a big part of that is, um, oh, let's go, let's you know, Google and like the U.S. like trademark uh, office has like a pretty nice search, really. So you can just like search for the word and see, you know, who who else has it registered and see if there's any conflicts there because we've learned the hard way. So we uh, had an app called Frames originally and it was a you know stop motion time lapse app and we released it on the store and everything was fine we had everything done and then i don't know it was probably like a week or two weeks after we launched it someone was like we got a letter being like we have an app called frames and it's stop motion and we have a trademark on it so you guys need to change your name um and so we ended up changing it to framographer and that was a whole process. But uh, so we, we really learned from that that, you know, everything exists and you really got to, like, make sure <laughs> make sure that uh, there's not someone else with a trademark because it's really easy. That's, like, kind of indefensible. Like, it's really easy to just be like, hey, I have a trademark on this. Like, you can't use it. Like, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty cut and dry in some ways. So um, that's one of the big things we do with trademarks, you know, initially. Like, we will you know, just kind of do a cursory check on trade, you know, like a trademark search. And then, you know, I think down the road, if the product is doing well, and we it's going to have a longer life, then we might get a trademark on it. I think we have like maybe three or four of them. Um, But it's, you know, it's really easy. We just pay some money and it's just all taken care of, you know, it takes like a year really for the whole process to kind of do its thing. But, uh, you know, but, you know, on the other hand, like, you know, we developed kind of trademark rights just by having a product like in the public, even though it's not registered. So it's not like you're it's not like uh, you need to do it like super quick, necessarily, from what I understand. You, you you can kind of, you know, you have to actually develop public kind of trademark uh, 
like before you can even register it. Um, so you can't like register a trademark for like a mystery product that's not released yet. So, um, so yeah, so we, we do it when we feel like there's kind of some, uh, life. I don't think we have a trademark on the neat ice kit, right, Dan? I don't think we do. We don't. Uh, maybe we do. <laughs> that was your remember. job. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things like about the protection of the name is that, and this is even with trademarks, like people can do things that are not your business and still call it the same name as you. And whilst there is it, the, the likelihood of somebody calling something Relay FM and they make like fridges is like very <laughs> unlikely. Uh, <laughs> or radios. Well, exactly. Whilst we are called Relay FM, and, and that was like something that we were trying to initially hold very strong that we would be called Relay FM. And like the name was Relay FM. It became uh, apparent very quickly that nobody called us that, and I would struggle to say it. Like when I was just talking, I would say Relay, and over time, like, mm. we have just become Relay. The company's name is Relay FM, but we are Relay. We still like people to when it's written, like to use the full name. Um, but anyhow, because of that, we are effectively known as Relay by people, and there are a couple of products that have popped up in recent relatively recently that are called relay one of them is by stripe and it's it's an incredible system which helps people anywhere in the world uh get a u.s company set up which funnily enough we would have loved that like <laughs> <you> <laughs> when we were starting out um and another one is there's this app that's popped up that people love that nobody will i'm, I'm sorry everybody that makes this app nobody will care about in a few months time because it's just one of those types of apps it's called like relay maps or something it's like some kind of really cool looking mapping thing but like it doesn't look like it's going to like you know create your own custom maps for your next trip like there's going to be a very small group of people that use ah. this and you know it's, it's this is not going to set the world on fire this isn't going to be the next facebook so when these things come up like we laugh at them uh and then it's like let's take a look at this and see where we go if there's anything needs to be done and then it's kind of like nope nothing needs to be done i mean looking um this is kind of the first time i've really looked at the website for the relay for iphone they're using a very similar font if not the same font <laughs> uh that we oh, yeah, use true uh, i assume that that was just an accident i will just assume that um but it's not like there's there's no point in us doing anything about this like that there's you know well they're using a very common font proxima nova exactly i mean it's not that's a real is that what you guys use yeah oh yeah it is the same yeah, I think it's Proxima hmm. Nova, or at least it's a variant of it. But, but you know, so it's like I'm, you know, there's no point in in us doing anything about that because it's so general yeah. and we don't compete with each other. It's not an issue, but it's always something that I keep an eye on, right? Like I don't want a company that makes something related to audio calling themselves relay fm or video yeah and like we tried to generalize um our trademark just enough uh that you know we didn't say creates audio podcasts or whatever it's a bit more like about just like creating online entertainment you know mm. um just because we never knew where we were going to end up branching out and we still don't right like we might make video one day who knows yeah yeah, um, that's true. So, like, it's something to keep an eye on, but the, the, all of the stuff that currently exists, there's no point in us trying to fight it. And like, like we're going to try and fight Stripe, like we've got that kind of money, you know? Yeah. They they basically print money. I think that's what their business is. <laughs> that's what it is. 
Yeah, I think you guys are fine. This, uh, but it kind of illustrates the risk of choosing a name that is just like a pretty general word. Yep. Uh, and so where I think this is most harshly illustrated is with uh, 53 with their paper app and then their pencil <laughs> stylus, which were uh, first there was the paper Facebook app, which ended up kind of fizzling out. But then, you know, Apple making a stylus that is also called pencil. Um, there's really I mean, I'm sure they had, uh, you know, trademarks and the like on these names. But I think there's probably really nothing they can do, even if they had a trademark on the word pencil for a stylus. I think I'm guessing if the Apple stylus is like technically called Apple pencil instead of just pencil, like mm-hmm. they're probably fine. There's nothing they can do. So I don't, I don't know. Realistically, there's nothing they can do. Like even if, even if Apple came out and called there's pen, a pencil by 53, right? <laughs> there's still nothing really. Cause Apple would just, it. just run you into the ground in lawsuits. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if paper got a settlement from apple even before they launched the product maybe yeah i bet i, I, I wouldn't know. be surprised at all i feel like with that would come the need to change their name as well though right eh, yeah maybe 53 is one of the most launched. unlucky companies when it comes to naming <laughs> and branding like yeah. their naming doesn't isn't really that great like 53 because they kind of spell it out in a peculiar way i think um, mm-hmm. Do they spell out the whole thing or just half of it? But anyway, like 50... Uh, I think they spell out the whole uh, thing. Okay. Usually. Well, and like 53 is just... It's not a great name. I don't really know. Like, it just, it's not really that exciting to me. I don't know what yeah, you guys I think, think of it. it's okay. I mean... But it's like, uh, what is 53? It's just... It's one of those <laughs> things. It's like 37 signals or something where it probably most certainly has meaning to the founders like i'm i doubt they just chose a random number uh that would but, be funnier though but, but after time it just fades away and it's just the the token you use to refer to the thing and it kind yeah. of doesn't matter what what it's called anymore but i think that they went way too general like this is like don't don't call it paper and pencil like that's way too general yeah it's tough yeah it's tricky it's tricky like we have we uh like we have tendency to kind of go down that like way, and it's because like if you're if you're making like especially physical products that are kind of very like simplicity is like a huge tenant of the design. Uh, having a name that is also very simple and direct and straightforward like seems to like fit the products really well, and so it is like really difficult. Like pencil, like you know, and paper. I both like those names for the fifty three products. Like it fits. Like. It's simple. They're simple. Like everything, kind of is harmonious. But yeah, it is like really risky in some ways um, because you don't have any. (laughs) You're like super. You're the most general thing in the world. But it does, I think, really fit the products. And so we we hit that all the time because you know, for instance, the neat ice kit. I mean, that's like the most on the nose, uh, you know, product name in the world. Um, And so yeah, I think it's uh, it's really tricky. Like, I don't even know if we could, like, trademark the Neat Ice Kit, honestly. It's like such a, <laughs> it's like a sentence, right? So, um, I don't know. It's, I, I don't mind. I mean, Dan, you, you, you like the 53 stuff, right? In general, like, naming-wise. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, we should also point out that I remember when the paper stuff was happening with, with, with uh, Facebook, and they were, you know, writing uh, blog posts and kind of, 
belly aching about how crappy it was for them. And then, you know, someone else came out and was like, well, as it happens, like I had, <laughs> my company is called 53 and like I, this exact thing, same thing happened in the reverse where they started their company and I was like, Hey, this is the name of my company. And, uh, they kind of like just ignored it or it never really got resolved, I think. Um, and so they've kind of been on both sides of the, uh, you know, the whole naming thing. Um, so it just, again, that kind of illustrates just like what a, what a hairy issue this is and how you're kind of always going to run into little, little bumps and frictions. The, the thing is the internet has ruined <laughs> naming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because everyone has something they can name. Yeah. It's uh it's tricky. There is like it's impossible to do anything that's like yeah, clean anymore. Uh I I mean, I think for the last couple of things we've made, it's always been a not a slam dunk. It's just like, well, <laughs> it's just like what you're doing like with this relay maps thing where it's like, uh this doesn't seem like a huge company. It doesn't seem like it's going to be around forever, so it's probably okay. That's like always the kind of uh thing that happens. It's true. The internet's just clogged up the namosphere. Yep. But, you know, it, it's uh, the the best thing you can do is just um, name something and then it can just take away. It just like everyone, it, it uh, becomes the name for everyone's mind. It's like the best thing in the world. And, uh, like a proprietary eponym or whatever. That's my fancy word for the day. Wow. That's when like, uh, when we call like Kleenex... Like, when you call facial tissue, you just say it's Kleenex, even though you might be using some, like, Walmart brand one. Yeah, or, like, uh, we have something here called Hoover. It's a vacuum cleaner maker. Mm. Oh, you... Oh. We call we call vacuum cleaners Hoovers. Mm. Okay, so, yeah. So, so Hoover is now a proprietary eponym, which is kind of like the, like the pinnacle of the branding pyramid, right? It's like, if you can pull that off, then you are, you know, you're in good shape. Um and I think we kind of the glyph is didn't really do that, but it like it was like getting close to doing that, which was kind of cool. Like sometimes people would refer to that sort of thing as a glyph, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the peak. I think you just have to have like tons of uh, marketing power behind you to do that. But uh, better spin up that marketing machine, guys. Whoop whoop whoop. Thoroughly Considered is a joint production between Relay FM and Studio Neat. If you'd like to find out more information about this show and this episode, head on over to relay.fm slash tc slash 13. Thanks so much for listening.